You're listening to the 50th episode of Ketchup Cast, the podcast where, believe it or not, we do not discuss condiments. All right, everyone rolling, everyone sound speeds. <laughs> yeah, sound speeds. They got some levels going on. Levels are important. Uh, so, this is uh, welcome to uh, episode 50 of Ketchup Cast, our 50th anniversary. Big old 5 0. Well, 5-0. Well, it took us, what, three years, three and a half years to get here, so it's it's not that impressive when you look at it that way. Just think about the 50, don't think about the year. <laughs> yeah, that's, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, listeners, we have a guest here, as as you've probably figured out from the, the third voice. Keenan, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> I went to high school with Ethan and Isaac. I haven't seen no. them in years. That's how you introduce yourself when you haven't done anything in your life. You're like, yeah, like hi, I'm, that's I, my I name. just know these people. <laughs> that, that's just all. Gonna, yeah. You're like, hi, I'm uh, I'm here. Yep. I showed up. Yep. Oh, it's great to see you, man. Yeah, I haven't. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's been wild. I could not tell you the last time all three of us were in the same, and we're not in the same room now either, but we're in a Zoom window together. That's closer than it's been. Yeah. Where are you? right now keenan i'm in my apartment in buffalo oh okay you're still in buffalo all right yeah yeah yeah. where are you i'm in wisconsin <laughs> okay nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <laughs> you know yeah in uh in my apartment in wisconsin which is pretty cool what are you up to these days keenan yeah what are you doing for i day job i work at spectrum uh selling people salesmen so I get a commission if you'd buy a cell phone. And then I have a script doctor business that I do at night. Hi, dog. And I just, uh, it's mostly grad students. Echo. I have a dog also. Um, a dog body. Uh, but yeah, it's mostly like grad students right now. And they send me their scripts that they're writing to like graduate, like their thesis script because they're like a film major. And I edit it. Just not any like grammar stuff because I'm not good at that. Just strictly like plot points and character development and uh stuff like that how did you how did you get into doing that like i obviously we're we're film people you and me and isaac you were you were in films too we we abducted you into films but how did you end up being a script doctor a guy i went to buff state with did a semester in you in uh new york and he was talking to film students in new york and they were freaking out about how they were mostly they really only really wanted to be directors or producers or cameramen but the way their major worked out, they had to write a script, and it had to be good. And they're like, I don't want to fucking write a script. Like, what the hell? And then my friend was like, oh, my friend Keenan's a good writer. You should ask him to do it. So, and then I told people I wasn't just going to cheat. Because, like, I'm not, like, you know, just going to be an underground, like, uh, do your paper. Write your essays for you. Yeah. But I figured if it wasn't fully cheating, it could be turned into a business instead of an underground thing. So they have to write the script, but then I will help them fix it. Do you have a name for your, your business? No, right now it's just people have my email address. I, I'm going to like have a name and do the whole thing. Honestly, right now it's doing okay without it, but uh, eventually I'm going to you know, I'm gonna make a website and you know, do the whole thing. That's awesome. I just paid my Spectrum bill today. And yeah, I, I pay mine next week. I forgot <laughs> that I didn't pay it last month. It was like twice as much as it usually is. Oh. Was a couple of days out from getting shut off, so uh, nice. I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the biggest benefit to the job right now is, is just I needed a job, 
where I could still do writing at night, so I like get home early, and that I get all the Spectrum stuff for free. Hell yeah! It is. It's hard to write with like a, a really intense job. Yeah, like I you know I worked at that. I was a manager at Chocolate Bar, and it was fine. But I'd get home at like two a.m. and for whatever reason I can't write during the day, so I was started writing at three in the morning, and I was like, I gotta stop doing this. Yeah, when I was writing my book in the spring, it was. I mean, I wasn't getting home that late, but I'd work with school-aged children all day and then come home and I don't want to sit down and write. Because exactly. That's not fun. Yeah. So, sort of forcing myself to do it. And obviously, you know, sitting down and writing pays off uh, eventually because you do get a product but it sounds like you're you're doing good yeah so far uh so i don't know how much you know about this podcast kin uh so isaac and i decided to start this podcast basically as a way to keep us in touch you know because adulthood it's hard to do that with friends you're not seeing constantly right and it's worked for the most part uh isaac disappeared into the woods a lot when we were in college and does it a lot still now seems like he does it constantly Uh, yeah oh yeah yeah but it's worked, and we, you know, this is episode 50, and we thought, what's the best way to celebrate 50 episodes of, of friendship and, and just sort of hanging out? Let's get a friend on and just chat. And you were the first person we both thought of. Badass. And you were the third person who responded. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. E- Ethan does all the, the background stuff. I, I just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not very tech savvy. Isaac joins the Zoom call. That's uh, yeah. That's, that's his about as much. That's important. And, and download a free voice recording app. I, you did something today. Yeah, right. No one can't say you didn't work for the podcast today. That's right. That's right. And Ethan bleeps out all the ridiculous stuff that I say and all that good stuff. We've been on a the past couple of episodes. We've been on a really like deep nostalgia, like remembering old times train. And I I, I do want to sort of dig into that because there's some stuff I I want to just sort of remember but first when we recorded our very first episode all those years ago i brought to the table literally we were sitting at my dining room table back in in my childhood home i brought to the table a list of 100 questions that i found on the internet about just sort of breaking the ice and and getting to know each other and isaac poo-pooed these back in 2018 (laughs) but by going back and listening to that episode and typing in the exact words that i said I managed to find that same list of questions. Do you think I'm not going to poo-poo them now? No, I'm sure you're going to poo-poo it. But for the bit and for the, the goof, I thought I would ask, ask a couple. And I'm going to ask the two that we asked in our first episode. But there's a couple that I are just kind of wildly written. So the first one on the list that we tackled in our first episode, and Keenan, now that you're here, you can, you can add your voice to, to these questions. This is from... <laughs> The section called Personal Questions About Life. What is on your bucket list this year? That was the very first question, the very first discussion topic we ever did on this podcast. <laughs> Isaac is so pissed. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Because it's our 50th, it's our 50th anniversary. We got we to gotta honor the past. It was a terrible bit then. And it's, a, it's a terrible bit now. I think the bit is that it's a terrible bit. I've transformed the bit. You don't think we should be elevating it to like the next level? Like, you get to 50, and you, like, graduate on to more okay. quality content. <laughs> so, I, I see what you mean. So, the second question, the second discussion topic we ever did on this, <laughs> this podcast. Uh, the question was, if a genie granted you three wishes right now, what would you wish for? And Isaac's 
you know, probably the stereotypical three answer. Three more is, wishes. It is the one Isaac went for. Was three more wishes. Now there's a question a little bit earlier on this list, uh, under get to know you questions, uh, and and this is an addendum to the genie question. I think but maybe Ethan, this. Will... Everybody in this room knows each other. I know, but this is this is important because not only is it an addendum to the genie question, it's also a wild concept. You have unlimited wishes, so you got your wish from the genie. But every time you make a wish, what you love most is erased from the world. Who how many wishes do you list? make, and what do you wish for? Who made so how this many, list? How, how many things do you love that are you willing to part with? That's the question. That's a really dumb question. None. I, like, is it random? Like, I make a wish and then my dog dies? It says what you love most, so I guess you'd have to rank them. And then the number one would be a And then number and one, then... yeah, then nothing. Who would pick Yeah, it's anything? fucked up. It's a fucked up question. I, I don't, I, I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, what if you just, I don't, I, what I'm thinking here is that what we love most in life is going to change. Regardless if there's a homicidal genie out there killing our loved ones or not for the wishes that we grant. People come and go in our lives and what we love most and how do you even rank the things that you love most? I, I think it's flaw how would you be able to be like, oh that's the thing I love the most? Oh I don't think I don't think it's a valid question. I just was scanning this list earlier this afternoon, saw that and it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. This is one I think we could get some traction from. Uh, and and we've all we've sort of addressed this on the show before. What is the strongest animal you could win against with just your bare hands and feet? Now, this list, just for some context, this list is presented as questions you would ask, like, on a first date or, like, getting to know someone at, like, a, a new school or something. So, what sociopath sits down to dinner as like, hey, what animal do you think you could fuck up? Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's a valid... All right, all right, all right. Would you rather... I was talking about this earlier. Horse-sized duck or duck-sized horses? No, would you rather... You have... You're equipped with a knife... And you either have to fight a shark or a lion. That is a good question. Lion. Shark. It's sharks. Shark. I can't swim that well. Nothing in the question says we're on we're in the water. No, you're you're in the water. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not gonna. Am I, am go I in the water with the lion too? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you're in you're in their domain. Okay. I think I think a real burly dog could probably take you out. Oh, for sure. Like, if you're bit by a, a good, strong dog... Oh, yeah, you'd get, like, scurvy, dog scurvy. Like, I could fight my dog, but, like, any bigger than that, I'm fucked. Yeah. But would you, like, would you win against your dog, though? Yeah, I could win against one. Like, you probably could, but would you, though? No, I mean, no. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's funny, because I can see him through the little window in <laughs> he's, the... He's watching you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you better, yeah. An- you better answer correctly, Kim. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... I think probably nine out of ten dogs you could beat, but then there's that one dog. The one really mean, really big that's dog. Yeah. Jacked and weighs two hundred yeah. pounds and is gonna is gonna get you every time. Yeah, for sure. When they can move so fast, you you're not getting away from that thing. But the old lady down the street with the chihuahua that's like one foot tall. Chihuahuas are mean though. I don't know. You got it. But like, sure, as mean as it is, like your foot is stronger. That's true. right. Like no matter like how barefoot. mean the chihuahua. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> When we say barefoot, like... It's spelled B-A-R-E. Oh, if that's, my God. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> I don't have bare feet. Yeah, you know, you just... Uh, why, why are they taking away my shoes? 
maybe this is like an arena kind of situation. You've been kidnapped. In the octagon. By, yeah. You're fighting for your life here. Mm. And and know. the big the big champion is the Chihuahua. I don't know. These I'm just trying to prep you guys for the next time you're in one of these situations. You know, you're What situation is this that you're prepping us for? Life. Okay. Let's see, are there any other good ones? Okay, this is the last one, and I, 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 we can get to like an actual episode after this one. But what is the best conspiracy theory you can make up on the spot? There's no reason for belts. If your pants <laughs> fit, you wouldn't need them. <laughs> oh I shit! Like that one. <laughs> do, do you ever see that video, uh, like the YouTube ad of like the Grip Six belt or whatever? Oh yeah. Like, there was three things that really annoyed me about belts. They are always are on your waist, and they're too thick, and, like, he's just, like, making up things he doesn't like about belts so he can sell you his belt. That's things that, like, are not annoying about belts, but he's just making them up. But you're onto something there, Kenan. If pants fit, if you wouldn't need a belt. Or you just have a skinny-ass waist and no ass whatsoever. Okay, but maybe they could make pa- pants for that. Yeah, but then your pants would fit. Well, I... I put too many things in my pockets, man. It, it, it's not gonna work. That's true. Your if your your pants, even if they fit well, you put enough stuff in your pockets, they are gonna fall down. Conspiracy theory. Okay, off the top of my I'm head. so sorry. So I locked my dog out of the, the porch that I'm sitting in, right? Yes. He has just climbed through my bedroom window <laughs> to get back outside. Nice. Echo. He he wants to be on the episode. Speaking of which, I'm going to try to turn on the lights around this porch, so I'm going to leave for two seconds. Echo, come here, buddy. All right, now we can talk shit about Cannon. Uh, he's got his ear pods in. He can hear you. Shit, you're right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like there's some big... See, I asked this question, and now I can't think of a conspiracy theory. Keenan hit one right on the head, man. Uh, I feel like socks. Socks are useless. I would disagree. No, you don't need them. You're going to get blisters if um, but if your shoes fit properly. If your shoes fit properly, you don't need socks. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of like another clothing-based one. I feel like this is the vein we're in. The leaves on trees don't actually need to change. They just like to? They just do it. History's fake, and some guy just wrote a book somewhere once upon a time. Yeah, his, his name is Howard Zinn. <laughs> Boom! History joke for you guys. That was a good history joke. That's, that's all the questions I highlighted. I just thought it'd be fun to... Bring him back after all these years. Was that your surprise? That was my surprise. Uh, <laughs> okay. I didn't say it would be a good surprise. I said I had a surprise that I didn't want to tell you about. That's fair. That's Because if I told you, Isaac, I found the questions that, that we <laughs> immediately shot down, and after I presented them in our very first episode, you would have said, no, Ethan, don't bring them to the episode. You're right. You're right. So I had to spring it on us. Yeah, that's a good point. I would have shut that down if I knew that was coming, so <laughs> good job. Yeah. Good job in sneaking it past me. I've known you long enough. I, I know how to evade the Isaac sensors. know how to get, get what you want in this relationship. So, Keenan, one of the things I've always valued in you is you tell stories really well. Like just <laughs> True. You, you, you're, you're very funny in the way you tell them, and I wondered if we might begin our, our trek down memory lane with, with you telling us, reminding me and Isaac and, and telling the listeners about something we all experienced, and by we all I mean three of us, in our high school days. Puberty. Yeah, Keenan, tell us about puberty. Uh, <laughs> Don't. No, <laughs> no I, I wanted to talk about the Fort George reenactments. 
Oh, God. Ethan, why do you bring up the dorkiest things? <laughs> Even though that's like my favorite. Because this is, that's the point of this episode. That was like my, my, I, I did really enjoy that time, but like, <laughs> man. That's one of like, when you're like taking a list of like the stuff you did, like I've done some cool stuff. <laughs> and then you're like, what, what's that cool thing I did? And then you think of it, because in your head for a second, it was cool. Like when you were doing it. Mm. And then yeah. you remember it or see the pictures of it. And you're like, no, that was the lamest thing that's ever happened to me. That yeah. Was... Do you remember the Do you remember the one phrase from that? Oh, that phrase plays through my head at least once a week. Keenan, do you remember it too? Because we were a ragtag bunch of oh yeah 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 sloppy yeah, yeah. joes. Oh sloppy. There's a lot of things going on right here. So we were hanging out on the battlefield, like totally bumming it. Like not doing what we were supposed to be doing or whatever, which is which is what we did most of the time, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And we had lost one of our hats, one of those like big, tall, like yeah, colonial cool. eighteen twelve hats. And some British officer who's like clearly really into it comes up. That dude was like a hundred and seven. He was old. <laughs> he was really old. He was an old, dude. And he's like, "All right, who's in charge of this unit?" And uh, our, our he was like 16 at the time. Yeah. Or probably not even. He was probably 15 at the time. Sam uh, B walks up to the dude like, yeah, sure, hi. <laughs> like, how sloppy are your privates <laughs> that you're losing this hat on the battlefield? <laughs> and we're just like, oh my god. What did you just say? Why would you but, say that? but there was a pause. That was the worst part. He walks up to a child, and he is 107, and he's like yeah. in a little golf cart. And he's like, how sloppy are your privates? And then he waits for an answer. And sounds like, gonna need more from that. Gonna need more information <laughs> on that one. And then he repeats it. Yeah, you should really get arrested for that. It really, you should not be able to talk <laughs> to children like that. <laughs> oh my god. And then finally, still doesn't say anything. He just takes the hat out from behind his back. Yeah. And says like, oh yeah, that. And then like someone grabbed it and the dude walked away. I just remember Jack was so annoyed over the whole thing. Um, I Jack got in such funks about everything on pissed. that trip. Yeah. And at one point he had ran up to like, because it was supposed to be like capture the flag, but like you had to obey the orders of like the commanders. Right, there was a judge that would tell you if you're dead or not. Yeah, and Jack was annoyed <laughs> about this whole situation, so we just ran up to where the flag was and, like, <laughs> pretended to shoot at him, and they're like, you're dead. He's like, no, you're dead. <laughs> and, like, what do you... I think they eventually just had to kick him out, because <laughs> like, he wouldn't... Because the ref was yeah. like, you're dead. And then he just told the ref he was dead. Like, shot him with his cap gun. Yeah. To you. He's like, you're dead. Oh, man. And then we had that day in town. Like, we'd do the battle in the morning, and then the afternoon, we'd, like, march through town. They'd march everyone. So there were, like, hundreds and hundreds of, of American scouts and Canadian scouts. And they'd just march them in formation Could you through the streets of local Canadian locals place? would just, like, gawk at us. And then we'd get set free in the town, which I gotta imagine is the most terrifying day for any shopkeeper. Oh, or, my God. Local citizen. At like the ice cream places, the I'm lines sure would be. There was like a fight to like get off the schedule for that day for anyone that worked at that ice cream shop. Oh yeah. Yeah, that would suck. 
And our dads would just go down to the bar and be like, Oh, not my problem for the next four hours. But so would so would the officers, like yeah, the guys running it. But they go in uniform. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I mean, it's lame, but it's also like a tiny bit cool. Yeah. yeah. The whole, I think the whole thing is lame, but a tiny bit cool. That would be my way to describe it. That's fair. That's fair. But this was like an annual event. We'd we'd go down and and pretend to shoot cap gun, or we'd really shoot cap guns. We'd like pretend to wage war on the British. And you spend a day training, right? Like there was there was an all day training that where you learn how to the load and, and confusing charge your gun. What was the 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 pastry that we passion flakies? Passion flakies. Passion that's right. Because you could only get them at that camp out. You know, like handed them out as part of your like packed lunch for the day or something. Yeah. What were they? They're like a raspberry tart. Yeah, it was just like like a... like it was nothing special. No, no. Yeah, I remember I, being kind of I had them years honestly. later. I, I found them. And, like, they're fine. Yeah. Like, I put them on a pedestal, I guess. It's, it was... it's kind of... It just tastes like, like a cold toaster strudel. But, like, an on-brand toaster strudel, not like a... Yeah. Oh. Oh, this wow. Has been I should have been recording this whole time. We got upgraded. Have you Fuck done? it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to record this the rest of this meeting, then. Or is that only you that... I... Wait. Well, if it's only me, that's not much of a meeting. Do they... <laughs> They just give you upgrades all around? I Apparently. Okay. Uh, I apologize to both of your eardrums for a second. Recording in progress. Okay. Thanks, Mrs. Zoom. Oh, shit. Oh, is Isaac gone? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Isaac's gone. Oh, you know what he did is is it gives you the option to accept or decline the recording, right? Oh, he hit decline back. He hit decline. All right, so... Keenan, you're the new host of right, Ketchupcast. That sucks. I guess Isaac's era is over. What are you gonna do with all this power? Oh, that's a lot of responsibility. Uh, I'm definitely gonna add a lot more of those questions that Isaac has. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll just send him links to like the finished videos and be like, "This is what it's like now." He'll love it. There was a guy I went to college with that had a list of those questions that he would just ask people at parties. Seriously. It was the weirdest thing ever. He had, like, this list. Well, there we go. Why do you have to tell me again if I had to voluntarily click on the thing that said, this meeting is being recorded, are you sure you want to join? And I click yes, and then it tells me, with the voice, this meeting is being it, recorded. I don't think it was recording yet. No, e Ethan hit it, and then the little thing pops up. And instead of clicking OK, I clicked leave meeting. By oh, OK. All right. Yeah, well, in your absence, I made Keenan the new uh, full-time host. Okay, I'm cool with that. You'll probably get more consistency out of him. So you're our guest now, Isaac. I am the guest now. Congratulations. So can this guy have uh, the list of questions he just asked people at a party? He would show up to parties and get this list, and he would ask you how deep you wanted to get. Like, what? And he said one, two, or three. And, like, one was, like, what's your favorite color, what's your favorite band, etc.? And then, like, the point was supposed to be, like, three was, like, what's your biggest fear or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, even the topics in two were, like, that should be in three, dude. It's like, what would you do if uh, your mom killed herself? <laughs> like, Whoa. I don't know, buddy. Like, And he asked strangers this? It's 2 a.m. I'm drunk. Let's not talk about this. <laughs> That's no good. Yeah, so his whole, like, thing was that he wanted the, the, the final question in the third column was... Why are we? Why are humans afraid of intimacy while we crave intimacy? And it, he's trying to make this whole grand point about like everyone wants to know everyone, but we're all too afraid to get to know each other. 
And, like, part of the whole shtick was he would answer any question on that list as long as you would. So, like, number three is, like, what's your biggest secret or, like, what's something you regret most in your life? And you could be a stranger on the street to him, but if you answered, he would answer his. But it's fucked up for a couple reasons because he would only go second. Uh Like, I understand he would do it, but, like, you're like, you know, uh, I accidentally killed a man. And then he's like, wow. And then he could just make up fucking anything at all. Like, cause you, are, you already gave your secret. His secret could just be like, one time I cheated on a math test. Like, yeah, you don't know anything about him. That could be the worst thing he's ever done. It's probably not. But, like, there's no gauge. This dude needs to get some social skills. Yeah, yeah. this dude's horrifying. That being said, my first post-COVID party, I'm not going to know what to do. Maybe I am also going to bring a list of questions around. Yeah, first... COVID party's weird. I, we all got vaccinated. We had one, like, two weeks after everyone's vaccination was, like, you know, effective or whatever. And there is, like, what do we do again? Like, there is, like, a weird pause. Like, how did we do this before? Yeah. It's all right. We've, we've all gotten so used to this. Yeah. Honestly, although this is the first Zoom call I've ever been on. I downloaded Wait, really? Zoom to do this. No. Holy shit. <laughs> you didn't have to do it for school? How'd you finish school? I didn't finish school. <laughs> <laughs> Respect, <Nice>. honestly. <laughs> I had like a, it was kind of funny. I'm, I'm pretty glad I did it, actually. I The semester that was going to start and the COVID was going to be an issue, but, you know, semester started normal. Right, right. I had chosen not to go because my, la- my last semester I finished it, but I was like, I was terrible. Like, school's fucking awful. Like, I need a break. So I was just yeah. going to take a break, and I hate online school. Because I, I took a couple online classes, and they were terrible. And then COVID happened, I was like, oh, thank God I took a break, because I would have shot myself right now. Dang. That is, uh, that's some that's some lucky draw right there. Yeah. So you've avoided Zoom all this time. Yeah, I've just never had to do Zoom. See, I use it all the time. The, uh, so COVID really became a thing in the U.S. in March. Yeah. And in February, I flew back from Peru through, like, a major airport in Atlanta, and then through New York City, and then back up to Vermont. And I was like, that happened, and then the next month, COVID happened. Oh, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, you would have been stuck like, in Peru. airports, like, making sure, like, no cases came through any of those airports, and I was like, holy cow, like, nearly missed that one. Jeez. Yeah, and then had to finish up online. So I, I got familiar with Zoom, but now I don't use it ever, except for this, but, you know. I, I play D&D weekly through Zoom. I have, like, hangouts I do with some friends through Zoom. It's hard to do, like, just a casual hang through Zoom, though. At work, we have to use a different one for the CIA because of our confidential stuff. We have to, uh, Zoom isn't that secure, like, like uh, online security-wise. Um, so when you're handing over those confidential documents, you got to use a different video conferencing thing. I forget what it is, but... I don't know. I got the plug-in. Did you see that? So what do you... Please. Oh, nothing. You were talking about secret confidential nonsense, and I just got an alert on my phone that Apple had, like, a massive security breach and everyone with an iPhone should update their phone immediately. Oh. Nice. Yeah. I don't have an iPhone, so it doesn't matter. Good luck. That's nice. Lucky you. That's why you should go to our sponsor, NordVPN. (laughs) (laughs) Use promo code. I don't know. What's our promo code? Keenan, what's our promo code? No more spies. I don't know. Why is our Google Mail uh, 
What what is it again, Ethan? So our our email and, and listeners, if you're just tuning in to the middle of a podcast somehow, uh, you can email us at nocondiments at gmail.com. That's our... Yeah, our... why did you choose that? Because someone took Ketchup Cast. The word Ketchup Cast is something someone's already claimed. But why did you choose that? Well, because... It relates I... to ketchup. What do you want from him? Think about yeah, it. Because no, the beginning of our, our, no the opening of our podcast is we're, we're the podcast that does not discuss condiments. No, I, I know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, I'm just, just I don't know what you're confused it. about. That it's was okay. the thought. Was was both ketchup cast like our podcast is spelled and ketchup cast like the condiment were taken. So I t- I thought of the next best thing, which was no condiments. Except we did talk about condiments in one episode. Now we're doing it again. So we're liars. No, we're talking about our our Gmail name, not our like, not actual condiments. I love ketchup. There you go. I screwed it up. <laughs> Fuck, ketchup's great, man. Uh, ketchup, ketchup's great. Oh, dude, I've been getting really into like artisanal mustards. We are okay, talking here's about the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. All right, all right, all right. Okay. So, I go on a bunch of these adventures. I like go canoeing. I go like hiking and snowshoeing and skiing and all this kind of stuff. And you got to, like, bring a good lunch along, right? And the go-to lunch for the adventure team has been... This is, like, my off-time adventure stuff. Has been charcuterie. Like, some meat Mm. of some kind, some nice cheese, some crackers and triscuits, and maybe some good bread or a baguette. And then you need condiments to go on it, right? Like, you need something to go on it. And mustard is, like, the perfect tangy yet kind of sweet it goes with the meat and the cheese like it's great and there's all sorts of different types of mustard there's like grape poupon there's honey mustard dijon mustard they got like buffalo wing mustard it's great that's like i've been getting really into artisanal mustards at at the at the grocery store at what point do you move with with all these fancy mustards at what point do you move from mustard to a new condiment that you're just calling mustard what do you mean? Like like buffalo wing mustard, for example. What makes it mustard versus just buffalo wing flavored goop? <laughs> it's got mustard seeds in it, right? That's got to be like the bare yeah. minimum, right? That's what, that's what qualifies. I feel like mustard mustard is like a, a, a brand. It's the yellow tangy stuff. That's what it's when it, whenever you watch so mustard, it's a real, it's a real whenever you, you go to France, you go to Dijon, France, they're like, hello, we are the tangy yellow stuff everyone knows that that probably like glows in the dark that yellowed neon yellow mustard i'm talking about like getting your your little mortar and pedestal out and grinding up yourself you're talking some, okay some, some great poupon yeah and put it in a little glass baby food jar <laughs> do you bring those glass baby food jars on the trail with you well no that's well in you the delicately you... spoon mustard out <laughs> yes onto the rock that you've <laughs> they're using as a charcuterie board yeah. Yeah. Kenan, what are your thoughts on charcuterie? I, you know, so like, it just feels like a waste of time. Interesting. Okay, dude. Right, you know, elaborate, please. No, but like, it's just good. Like, I cheese and just bite into it. No, like, I understand, like, like a slice of cheese is better than just biting a block of cheese. But you see shit on Instagram where people are, like, going all out on that thing. And it's like, Bell and I will just have cheese and meat and crackers and mustard and whatnot. But, like, I just throw all of it in the package on a plate with a knife. And it's like, this feels like enough. 
Well, I mean, I, I'm not like laying out real yeah, fancy. Yeah, what you're doing sounds there. the same, basically. But you actually like you look at charcuterie boards. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this very complicated like art piece, and it's like just eat the damn cracker. I think the fanciest thing I did though was like balance a canoe paddle in the canoe <laughs> to make the canoe paddle. <laughs> and that is pretty. Did you take front, a picture? Turned around. Uh, I don't remember if I have a picture of that one or not. And they turned around, and then you're like sitting at the picnic table with the like canoe. That's pretty good. With the charcuterie yeah. board in it. That's pretty sweet. But, that, that's cool. Or on a snowshoe, you flip over your snowshoe, and you like lay it out underneath <laughs> the snowshoe deck. That's pretty sweet. I've done that one before. I was helping uh, Jacob Hay. See, Keenan gets it. Keenan doesn't make me bleep things out. I was helping him move uh, the other day. He just moved. He's living with my brother now. Oh, shit. Where's your brother living? He lives uh, also in Buffalo. He, my oh, brother's okay. still finishing uh, school at Buff State, so he's living with Jacob K and Ted K. Different Ks though. Different Ks. Really? And my cousin Will. Quite the group of people. They all live together near um, Ethan. I think you went to my first apartment, right? Yeah, right yeah, by right by the campus. Yeah, yeah, one street down. Is oh, okay. They're a new place. I was helping Jake move, and uh, he he moved like. Five pairs of snowshoes. Wait, what? I was like, why do you have so many of these? And why, like, like I understand, like wanting them, like they seem convenient. But like, also, he lives in the city now. I was like, I don't really understand it. A time where you're ever going to use these? And hmm. if you and pack five, them and go somewhere, five sets. But yeah, five of them. Yeah. He's got one one set of feet. I mean, I've got so many backpacks. I've got so many hiking backpacks. You can only wear one backpack at a time. <laughs> that but that is a, a that is coward speak. You can wear at least two backpacks. I, I think my record is like three or four. But uh, you're totally right that he. I, I don't know why he's got five snowshoes. Snowshoes are not one of the things that they make that many different types of snowshoes. That right. There's different types for different things. It's like a snowshoe is gonna do the trick. I don't know, Jake. Was I? I should also I shouldn't help him move and expecting like things to be in boxes. Like I have a big, like I have a big car, and I thought that was like why I was doing it, and like nothing was in boxes. We had to like get a drill and take apart his desk, like take the screws out of it. Nice. Like it was a whole situation. It took forever. That's very him, though, and I mean that in the in the nicest way. But the problem is he's so nice to everybody all the time. It's like you want to do it for him. Like, right. if anyone else pulled that on you, you'd be like, dude, pack up, Absolutely I'll come not. back yeah. later, <laughs> like, screw you. But Jacob does, you're like, well, okay. I gotta. Yeah. That's cool that they're not too far away. Yeah, they're just, like, uh, I walked there one night, it's like an hour, it's like a 40-minute walk, but it like, it's like a two-minute drive. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that Ted was up here now. Yeah, Ted finished up. At Savannah, and then he came back to Buffalo because of COVID, basically, and then he wasn't sure what city he was going to move to to try to do film work, and then he actually got hired at, they're called Lemur Studios, okay. just because the dude who owns it, his last name is Lemur. That makes sense. And they, they uh, make Zabumafu. Yeah, Zabumafu owns it. That's the wild thing. <laughs> and they just film, like, uh, local Buffalo commercials or, like, events and stuff. Like, he has to go to Art Park constantly to film. Whatever event is happening at Art Park. Sweet. I need to. I need to find a job in film. You guys are all working in the field you intended to work in, and I'm in childcare somehow. I'm I'm barely in the part of your job that's is still like being in the woods. Like that's was that was part of it, wasn't it? That's true. I do live out of a backpack. 
like more days than I don't. Isaac, tell Keenan, tell Keenan about what how you lived before you got your apartment. Because oh, you were yeah. in Wisconsin for quite a while before you had an apartment. <laughs> what the hell were you so, doing? Well, okay. First off, this like goes back to when I was still in college, and I you get kicked out of college right because of COVID, right? And you had to head. I had to head back to finish off school online, and I pitched a tent in the backyard, and I think I slept in my house like the first and second night I got home from college, and then the last two nights before I left for Wisconsin. So I slept in my tent in the backyard for between like later March till July. Why? Just because I could and it'd be fun. And it's like a cool experience. I don't know. <laughs> there were some crazy thunderstorms and, and snowstorms were falling down and like wake Did your up parents with, like, like freak out when it was storming and you refused to come inside? They locked the door. They <laughs> locked me out. No, I was like it's like 40 feet from the back door. Like, if I wanted to, I could go inside and sleep in my own bed. Right. But, like, that makes it all the more convenient to be like, well, I don't Might know. Might as well try I it out. I, don't, I get it, yeah. Yeah. So I did that. And I got this job in Wisconsin. And, of course, I don't know anybody in the state of Wisconsin. I moved to Wisconsin not knowing a single person in the state. And based on where the job was in the woods and, like, where there's, like, reasonable chunks of population for like grocery stores and laundromats and stuff i found a national forest campground that like doesn't really have much it has like a spigot for water and like a picnic table and a fire ring and it costs like seven dollars a night and uh i stayed there for two weeks just rolled up in my car and pitched my tent and like made a little base camp lived out of there for two weeks did some some stuff with work, came back to live there, would drive down to town, get groceries, come back up. Like, yeah, it was great, man. It, it, was, it was, like, really sweet. And then do, like, apartment hunting while I was, like, based out of there. Um, got an Airbnb for for a little, for, like, I think it was, like, a week um, at one point and then moved into my apartment now. And, uh, but, yeah, just, like, you know, living out of the car and the – in the campground it was sweet you were homeless but it does sound cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I never really thought about it that way but you're right you're right you're yeah, absolutely so. right Isaac you were homeless but but not in a way that was like not a way that, that you were begging be like, for money but yeah I don't want that to be like people are really homeless yeah, right are really That's homeless. True. you were you were privileged homeless yeah um <laughs> on this like grand experiment that like if it didn't work out I could just drive home and Right. you know be homeless in my parents basement like you know <laughs> yeah yeah but anyways uh it worked out and i got this place and uh i've been liking it up here but yeah i i definitely sleep better in my sleep bag in my tent than i do in my big bed because i just sleep more nights in my sleep bag than i do in my so are you are you are more often than not like you spend less time at your apartment than you do the woods yep i do yeah, I do like a like a week on, a week off. Okay. And then but like a little bit more. So like it's like it's like 8 days on, like 6 days off. But like Tuesday, yeah, it, whatever. But yeah, more days in in the tent than in the in the bed. Crazy. Which is kind of like a cool thing. It's like, wow. That means like my electric bill is really low. My like food, I get food at work, so food is cut in half like i'm not driving all that time so that's cut in half too 
But then you also think about it and you're like, damn, I'm paying rent for an apartment I'm sleeping in half the time. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you're still paying full rent, yeah. <laughs> full rent, that doesn't get cut in half. Yeah. Um, so you win some, you lose some, but yeah. You got to get someone that has your same job that works the opposite schedule. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a really smart move. Split yeah. your rent. I, I know some friends that do that. Um, Not a bad idea. Look at us all in our own apartments, living lives, working jobs. Some we cra- did it. This is some crazy shit. Yeah. I mean, Isaac can't remember to pay his internet well, bill. So. Okay, so we're, we're, we're learning. <laughs> I The only reason I can survive currently is that my utilities, well, my internet's free. Because right. otherwise I would forget to pay it. And then all my other utilities are included in my rent. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's helpful. Because they weren't included in my first apartment and actually got turned off a couple times just because I was too forgetful. Yeah. Sometimes I'm in the woods on, like, the turn of the month, right? So I have to, like... You have to send it, like, way ahead plan. Really make sure I get my rent check in before I head out into the woods because I can't do it there. Right. That that adds another layer to it. But still, you know, we're we're making it... Making our way in this this world, living our dreams. I want to turn our attention. You know, this is this is adult us speaking. I want to go back to our our younger selves, and just remember some of the the wild times we had as as children, because there were a lot of them. Uh, and and you say that as if we were wild kids. We we okay wild. We really weren't. We were goofy. We were goofy would be the right word. Yeah. We didn't, None of us got, like, crazy wild until we were, like, out of the house. I would say, you know, the majority of high school, we were, like, the majority of fairly school, wholesome. Sure. Just wanted to reminisce. and you. you no, no, I, I still want to reminisce. I just want to, like, set cr- the record straight. You bullied me. You bullied me right just now. This is what That's mostly what the happened. show is. I just shut down whatever he even brings up. Keaton, I gave you homework for this a while ago. Did you do any pondering? You know, I realized that as I was walking the dog, I was like, oh, shit, Ethan told me to think of something. So in the four seconds I remembered to think of something, it was that one camp out, uh, I don't know where it was, but, like, we're, the three of us were supposed to, like, the whole, like, merit badge camp out, like, everyone else at the camp like, was going to wake up, eat, do all your merit badges, eat again, do it again. But the three of us just, like, made a fort in the woods and missed all of that. That sounds about right. Then eventually we got we came back for, like, water. And they're like, where the hell were you? And like, we were just hanging out in, in the woods. Exploring the and woods. Like, we're yeah. doing work. And it's like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, what, what time? And they gave, they gave me and Ethan a time. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll be right back. And then we <laughs> I went back and we didn't come back. There was a lot of just sort of going off into the woods on campouts when we probably shouldn't have been. Where was that fort? What I don't remember building a fort. I remember, like, screwing off. That's probably what it was. Yeah, I mean, it was mostly screwing off. I think, you yeah, know, we yeah. put some sticks together or something. But... Yeah. Yeah, those are some good times, man. Do you remember there was a cabin we stayed at that was right at the base of this really, really steep hill? Yeah. And there was, like... There was an area up at the top of the hill, and you could get there, but it was like it was an uphill battle to get there. And then going downhill, like you had no, you were not going to walk down this hill from the steepness. So you just had to like throw yourself 
from tree to tree and hope for the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just did that. Like, that's the, the kind of thing we did. Yeah, and we'd, like, spy on the other groups that were out, like, doing oh, things. Yeah. We'd, like, walk around and, like, see them from afar. Yeah, that was, I remember doing that. I think one time we even, like, brought along radios. Like, I feel like we had, like, two-way radios in doing that. That feels... I think like we did. Yeah, we you did. know what? I remember we did because our whole goal for that, the trip that we had radios at least one time was to not do with any other Boy Scout, but, like, the three of us. Right. And we yeah. had, like, different camps set up that was just, like, like, one was just, like, a one of those metal tubes that's just in the woods left over from construction. Yeah. Well, they were just, like, rallying points. Just, like, different points yeah. to, like... And yeah. we would, like, communicate to each other, like, hide. And we'd be like, oh, Pat's coming. And, like, the dude in the tube would have to, like, stay there because Pat was, like, walking around the tube. You, you, you didn't want him to see him. Not that... He would do anything to you. No. Just that we were trying to avoid anyone seeing us because we thought that'd be fun. It was fun, though. It, it was, was fun. fun. It absolutely was fun. I just, like, this vivid memory just popped into my head. It was a really, really rainy day, and no one was really doing anything. But there was this, like, bridge with a metal culvert underneath it. Yeah, we, we hung just out sat that under this forever. bridge for, like, the whole day. Yeah. And then someone found us, and we booked. <laughs> like, we didn't stick around. We saw they found us and we ran for it because we were like, we were like the lost boys on every camp out. We just decided we had to be our own crazy people. I think at one point in that Boy Scout troop, I held the record for longest time being a member of fewest rank advancements. <laughs> oh, for sure. I think I was part of that troop for at least three years. I don't. I didn't ever get tender for it. No, you, you did not move up at all. I got scout, which is what you get for like signing up. Yeah, yeah and that like, was just sort of a gimme. And, like, you tied, like, one knot. And it was a square yeah. knot. It wasn't yeah, even no, like it was like you sign knot. up, and then they're like, do this in front of us. And, like, here's your your fucking your uniform. You're a scout now. And then, yeah, the next one I, I didn't do. But you had a bunch of fun, man. Yeah, like, it was I, absolutely I a great I'm not, I'm not sore at all about that. I, like, went up and became an Eagle Scout. And yet, I think some of the most fun times I had were, like, I mean, not... I don't know, I went on to do, like, cool canoe trips and get to go backpacking in New Mexico and stuff, and that was really sweet. Yeah. But, like, the earlier on stuff at, like, the troop level, not, like, going off and doing crazy stuff elsewhere and canoeing, but, like, having fun as a smaller kid was that kind of stuff. Yeah. Going to sneak around in the woods and try to hide from other people was cool. Were you guys there at the camp out when all the older guys, like the high school guys all were in one cabin by themselves, and then all us guys, like, eighth grade, we were all in a cabin with the dads, and so we raided the cabin that all the older guys were in, and they oh. chased us out with, like, a burning spoon. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Isaac, you might not have been there. I know, I got grounded one weekend and couldn't go. Rough. I know, right? <laughs> my parents, but my parents knew where it was gonna hurt, where it was gonna hit me, right? Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're not gonna go on this fun weekend thing, like, we know this is... Yeah. And I'm sure it sucked. Yeah, but, like, now look at what I do for a living. I don't know. <laughs> but I remember there was that point, like, where we became the older scouts suddenly. The kind of scouts that were chasing the younger guys out with metal spoons that they had heated on the stove in their cabin, if I recall correctly, and were chasing us around with it. Or the burning stick. There was something fiery. That they were stuck with. on fire somehow. Yeah. yeah, there was a whole bunch of those shenanigans. To make that transition where we suddenly had to be the responsible ones. I think that's when yes. I was out. I think yeah, that's I think when it was. I left. <laughs> <laughs> that's not interesting anymore.
Yeah, I wasn't interested anymore because that one asshole was like, when are you going to rank up? And I was like, I don't want to. I just want to go on camping trips <laughs> with my friends. And he was being a dick about it. So I was like, you know what, dude? I'd quit, like, to his face. Wouldn't it be really awkward if that asshole was Isaac? It definitely <laughs> wasn't. Because I had too much fun with it. Isaac was the one dicking around with me. It wasn't him. I, I wouldn't have done, told you to screw off, man. Yeah. We did so much of that. Like, we got... Isaac, I don't think you were lost with us, but it was... I think oh, we Keenan, lost you, me, and Jake, we got season? lost in in the... Uh, it was at the Rod and Gun Club, actually, of all places. We were lost in the woods and just kind of following a creek and hoping for the best. And we made it. But I was pretty freaked you out. Were you freaking, guys were chill. You were I was terrified. Out. It was hunting season. Yeah. And like people were hunting close-ish, I think. Man, you were really bugging out there at the end. I do that a lot. We started that singing that song, I Am Not a Deer. So people oh, wouldn't yeah. shoot us. Yeah, Nathan Mac to original. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else, what else we... Like, I, talk, I have a hard time pinning down specific memories. Yeah. It's been so long. You know what kind of still I'm upset about and kind of ticks me off? That the restaurant next to the middle school, also next to where Keenan's house was, closed down. Yeah, <laughs> actually, on, I am man. too. That was gonna be the spot. It was great. There was, was a little park behind the place. Yeah, that was get your pizza Jesus Park, if I recall. That's what we called it. Well, because yeah. it was like a church park. Yeah, and we just dubbed it Jesus Park. The hooligans were hang, hanging out there. They'd probably kick us out. But man, that thing closed down right at like the peak of when. It was starting to become our spot. And then, yeah, we would hang out there like every weekend, and then like the fifth weekend it was closed. Yeah. <laughs> and really never it's found still a new closed spot. today. Well, they've turned it into like a, a SAT prep school. Now. Oh, no, that's – or is that next door? No, that's next door. No, there's nothing in there right now. Man. It's been, it's been like 10 years. It's still empty. I mean – They can make a killing. Yeah, I went home like – a week ago, and I, I don't think there's anything in there. You can make a killing selling to teenage hooligans and, gross fried and food teachers that, at the yeah. middle school. Probably did make a killing. Like, all the teachers would go there on lunch, and then all the kids would go there after school. Yeah. Or they'd come back from filming a movie in the woods and <laughs> show up in green makeup. Green face paint. Weird. Weirdos. I wanted to I wanted to briefly, speaking of making films, because, Keenan, you and I were were very heavily involved in, in our teenage filmmaking renaissance that we did. Yeah. Isaac, you were never, like spearheading the movement but you were in a lot of the films i was in one one time was it really only one it was really only one it must have been more than one time hunters it was time hunters with uh ted yeah that was it the only sequel we ever did for any of our films didn't we weren't you in like a rider's legacy that maybe didn't get finished like the second or the third oh i think i was yeah like, you must like, have been being like a soldier, a goblin, or you know whatever. Every, everyone I knew was in soldier and goblin roles <laughs> yeah, by the end. Yeah. But I also think I, I fucked it up and uh, and was totally too much of a goofball to handle taking it seriously since it wasn't my project and I wasn't invested in filmmaking and didn't really realize how much of a dick I was being by just goofing off the entire time. We were all just um, goofing yeah, we were the whole time. We were... I remember you guys getting I, I remember Ethan getting pissed. I mean I do that a lot. I I took things way too seriously <laughs> at funny. points and still do. To which I'd like to formally apologize after all these years. I'm sorry I was a hard ass. It's all good. I was a hard ass about other things. But what was it like as as you know as someone who just sort of watched us do this all the time because we were always making films. There was like a three-year period where I don't think there was a single week we weren't working on something. Mm-hmm. What was it like to sort of be on the, the orbit of that and not be in it? Left out. Oh.
left out. <laughs> That's how it felt. <laughs> no, it was fine. I I mean, like, yeah, we just had different things. It, it was cool because, like, you guys were super passionate and something that was awesome. And I knew that that couldn't be my thing. Like, I wasn't as interested as you guys were. So I had to find my own thing. And that ended up being outdoor stuff and canoeing and, and all that kind of stuff. So it was cool to see, to be inspired by you guys being into something and be like, oh, I can have my thing too. It's not going to be filmmaking, but it's going to be something else. And I, I, I felt a little bit left out. Yeah. Of like, I, I don't really know what's going on. I don't always get invited to these things. Uh, but it was cool. I don't know. I remember uh, Charlie C. Yes. Was uh, pissed. <laughs> I I think when I started hanging out with him, the three of us had stopped hanging out as much, but I was still yeah, like filming. Drifted. Yeah, but I was still filming with Jake and Ted quite a bit. And Charlie was like, do we have to do this every single time we hang out? Because Charlie would still come. Because we'd be like, oh, let's hang out. And then like in the middle of hanging out, Ted would be like, oh, remember that scene we were supposed to film for that thing? And then we'd start doing it and try to be like, can we fucking stop doing this? <laughs> yeah. We did a lot of, I, I, I think back to it and it's crazy how much we did. Like that was, that was, that was our hanging out. Yeah. It's kind was of making like, these films. You know, I'm Ethan. I'm sure you had a similar experience to like meeting other film majors. And like, they show you like most people were interested in film before they became a film major. So like, they'll like show you like their childhood YouTube page. And it's, like, insane how much content we have on... It's nuts. No, I've never met anyone outside of us who's done the amount of stuff we've done. My friend showed me, like, the one or two movies they made in high school. And I'm like, oh, here's the three I made in middle school. Here's the seven I made in high school. Like, it's like, it just never ends. Like, it's not even, like, a disqual... Like, I feel like that, that came across as almost a dick thing to say, like... My friends weren't as good film majors as I was. I'm better than them. Like, my shit wasn't any better than the one they made. No, it was, it was, just, it was like, just quantity. We just liked doing it, and we did it arguably too much. But, like, we'd have... and Because a lot of film, like, you know, child filmmaking is, is using... I guess phones now is what kids are probably using, but, you know, using the, the Sony Handycam that their parents have and and yeah. you know that was that was the extent of their equipment but we had different lenses we were using we had boom poles and multiple tripods and homemade dollies yeah, it was all, and, yeah, and was... ted was the architect of a lot of the tech stuff i feel yeah, like for sure but that was like our thing is we just made shit all the time i feel like ted was more into the tech stuff and you were kind of more into the writing stuff yeah for sure I, I was in later projects like i was in a couple of the the high school projects for film class but uh oh yeah because when we got into high school there was there was film academy and oh, really? most of the kids in it had never really made a film before and then we hit ground running like yeah even the name academy is like oh it's so pretentious so it's such an up the butt thing like it's like on, i guys. like i meet new people and I debate not telling them what I do. Because, like, <laughs> film is so just inherently, like, kind of annoying. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I like my friends, or, like, most film, like, I'd argue that most film majors are fine. But, like, the ones that are annoying are so annoying. Are so annoying. So it's like, I'm, I, I don't even want to tell you, like, what I do. <laughs> Isaac, do you know a lot of annoying film majors besides the two that are on this podcast with you? There's like a brand of annoying outdoor ed major. Tell us about this. There's like the outdoor ed bros. That are oh, like, they, oh, that makes sense. I guess. That, that their own kind of brand of annoying that are definitely a thing. I try my best not to be one of them. But they're usually like super into one type of sport, like climbing or rafting. 
And they're like, dude, I'm going to go, like, climb this really hard thing, man. Like, uh, it's just great. Like, getting the workout in feels awesome. They're, like, a mix between, like, a gym bro. And then they get, like, really technical into it. They're, like, a mix between a gym bro and, like, an IPA bro. <laughs> but, like, with an outdoor thing. They got the same energy as those two. Where they're talking about all the lingo of the IPA and, like, what the gravity of it is and the name of the hops and stuff like that and you're like i have no idea what you're talking about but they're also have the juiced up energy of the gym bro <laughs> like yeah we're gonna get this is gonna be sweet we're gonna send it and it's like uh they're usually terrible leaders because they don't know how to read the room they're just really into whatever they're into and into like doing the thing yeah i feel like there's two different kinds of annoying film major because there's two types of film major, right? There's the the film theory, film studies kind of film major where it's more focused on the, the plots and the technique of creating a film versus the production people who are making it. I don't know, what's more annoying, Keenan? You've spent a lot of time with film majors. I feel like production people are usually way more chill. Yeah. Like, they're just, like, into, like, you know, like, camera equipment and, like, all they'll talk about is equipment, but they know when to not talk about it, which is the problem with the other kind you described. Like, I mean, I'm sure there are a couple annoying equipment people, but for the most part, anyone that's into just, like, the actual, like, production, they talk a lot about production with their friends that are also into production. But and then, like, when they're on a production. Right. But then they go up, show up to a party, and they're like, oh, what do you do? Like, I make movies. But then the other kind, the one that's into like writing and directing, they don't fucking shut up about it. Sure. And as someone who's into writing, we're both, you know, that's that's both of yeah, us that's, actually. That's writing, actually, yeah. yeah, I'm into writing. I'm not into production. Yeah. But like the, the people who go on and on about like, oh, these obscure films. Have you seen the latest Godard? Yeah, they ask you what you've seen Godard. and they only watch so stupid shit. Like it's fine to like obscure movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that shouldn't be your, your whole personality. They're, they're honestly especially annoying with non-film majors because they're trying to make you think they're cool. Oh, you you haven't seen... Right, so talking about like French New Wave cinema to try to impress yeah. you, but it just... It usually, if, if the person is sane, it just makes them annoyed. The only people who want to talk about that all the time are film people. I don't know any... like French New Wave is a good example. I've never spoken about French New Wave cinema with anyone I've... who is not... I've person. barely talked about it with my cinema friends. I think I've had maybe two conversations. Both of them were in a classroom. So. Yeah, but then it's honestly the thing that would make piss me off worse is like when they would try to like they try to be better than production people, where they like they think because they wrote the script they're like a bigger deal, and it's like you can write a script any time. Like the only people making this a movie are the production people. I was like, oh my god, you haven't like how are you a film major and you haven't even seen. And it's like, because they don't give a shit about French New Wave cinema. Like, they're just into making movies. Like, you don't need to see all these, you know, black and white old school movies to make a movie. It helps to write sure. one, probably. I mean, it helps to even make one, sure, but like... It's not required. Doing, I mean, production, you just gotta do it. Yeah. That's one of the biggest... Like, with, like without store stuff, I'm sure, it's easy to, you know, read a book about how to free solo a, a rock face. But until you're out there getting that grip... I say this as someone who's never climbed anything that, successfully. That, no. <laughs> you missed it. You missed uh, it. It's more like I find people that are like, oh, man, I really like going on hikes and stuff. That's sweet. And then they show up to work and they don't know how to pack a backpack for a week. 
and like and it's a skill work? that like takes some time to do but that's like the simplest like basic yeah. and you're gonna have to do that every day and your system has to be down and that's one area that can take so much time if you're not doing it like if you don't have your system down or if you know what you're doing you can get packed up or unpack and get camp set up in 15 minutes so i don't know i i see a lot of people are like oh it'd be so sweet to have an outside job and and live in the woods but it's like well yeah you went on some like hikes but you don't act do you ha- i don't know it like you were saying with the production thing how many things have you actually been on scene for on like production for like that's really what matters not like how how much you know about the certain type of film and all this kind of stuff or how much you know about the camera and its specs and things i don't care how much you know about your backpack how many times have you used it (laughs) you know yeah really (laughs) how many nights have you slept in that tent do you know how to put it up or do you just like know how much it weighs and all that kind of stuff it's It's wild how many people don't know how to set up a tent who do this sort of thing i mean i i worked at a summer camp it's not exactly the same but so many camp counselors who've never set up a tent before I also have a really complicated tent to set up right now. Like, it's a very particular way to set up this tent because it only has one pole and it's like a TP style tent. And uh, I gave it to a coworker to be like, here, can you set up my tent for me while I go do this other thing? And like, they were really experienced in the woods. They like knew what they were doing, but they got confused by my tent. And they were like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> and I feel like it'd be the same if you like handed somebody else a camera and you're like, here you go. Just do it. You're like, uh, where are the settings on this thing? How do I turn it on? What like, right. like no idea what works, you know? So you can like still know your stuff and like get a lot of experience with your style of doing it. But then you show up on somebody else's scene and you're like, I have no idea what's going on here. That's true. Keenan, have you ever worked with a C100, a Canon? No. So it's like the mid range between a DSLR and like a real camera. And by real, I mean like expensive you know, RE kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. C100 has a billion buttons on it, and it is the most complicated looking thing I've ever seen. Like, pull up a picture of it's it, There's at least 20 buttons on this thing. And I think that's maybe the, the camera equivalent of Isaac's... Isaac's one-pole tent. Complicated tent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to picture a one-pole tent. I, I don't understand. It's like if you... Like, imagine you, like, take a tarp, but it's in the shape of a circle. And then you crawl underneath it and you put, like, a stick in the middle. And so now you just made, like, a cone. Okay. The tent looks like a cone, an ice cream cone flipped upside down. Do you have to assemble it from the inside? No. Well, yes. And then you put up a screen on the inside to keep the bugs out. But that screen is only on half the tent. So you sleep in one half of the, of the ice cream cone and then put your other stuff in the other half of the ice cream cone. Okay, I can sort of picture it. And there's a single pole in the middle that's holding up the tent. The holding up the structure of the ice cream cone. That's up. Is the pole down. inside the tent or is it like a Yes. Okay. It's inside the tent and it like fits into a little pocket that's at the top. Okay. So how do you do you set the pole up first and no, then build you the tent out? Lay the circle out, stake it's actually an octagon, but like whatever. And then you stake it out and then get underneath it and push the pole up like a like a, I don't know, like you would a circus tent. I don't know. You like hoist the pole up and then it'll like spread it all out. Huh. But then you, when you crawl in, you have to like, 
crawl in around the pole and sleep on the far side. You could sleep on the closer side, but like, why would you? Yeah. Because your your mesh that has your like your bug net and your waterproof floor and stuff is on the far side of the pole, and then you keep all your other stuff on the inside of the pole. It'd be easier if I just showed you a picture, but it's an auditory format, so. <laughs> yeah, we tried a segment Kim called Meme Review for a while. It worked better when when Isaac and I were in the same room, but where we just show memes to each other and describe them sort of descriptive audio kind of thing and it was not a hit for some reason oh it was great yeah like it feels like that would have worked in like the early 2000s when memes were like understandable (laughs) you know when they were like like bad luck prime was like failed the test so got an a or like whatever the fuck memes used to be how do you fail a test and get an a this is a bad meme i you know what i'm talking about yeah like uh, okay okay like 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 I can't even picture an old meme. Memes are pretty esoteric now. Memes are, like, hard to understand. Yeah, you have to know, like, six different levels of subtext to get any meme. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes they're just dumb on purpose, and you're like, I don't know how to describe this to you. Like, it's like, it's just, like, a deep front picture of Donkey Kong's ass cheek, and it (laughs) says broccoli. Like, that's funny. For no reason at all. But, like, anyone else is like, yeah, but why? And you're like, I don't know how to... It is... (laughs) Yeah, humor is sort of, and maybe internet humor is a better moniker for that. It's just gone off the rails in this, like, weird abstraction that I'm sort of into. It's very meta, yeah. Yeah. Have you, alright, seen the Bo Burnham thing? The inside? inside? Yeah, everyone's talking yes. about. It's really good. <laughs> like, it's, it's so good, man. It's really good. And he's got that, that one thing about the internet, yeah. It's unbelievably it's, good. Oh, it's so it, so good and, and so effective at making me so uncomfortable with myself. Is that your dog trying to open that door? Yes, it is, yes. Nice. Kitty, tell us about your dog. Isaac was didn't know you had Echo. Yeah, what, what's up with this dog, man? I'm going to see if he'll get up on the chair. Echo, come here. Echo, up, 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 up. Nice. All right, so we have our second guest of the hour. Can you look? Can you look? What's wrong? What's wrong? I'm just outside. I'm just outside. Echo is gorgeous. Oh, yes, he is a very pretty dog. Echo, get down. Good job. He, uh, so basically we're, uh, Bell and I got this apartment, and it allows dogs. So we were, like, kind of looking like we wanted a dog. There we go. <laughs> Buddy, what's going on? <laughs> Do you need dinner? All right, let me feed him quick. Okay. Okay, now I'm definitely falling down the rabbit hole of that YouTube channel that Ted made back in the day. Oh, okay. I'm not going to say the name of it, but... I'm let's like, talk. Let's talk about this real quick. Oh man, that that's a nostalgia rabbit hole. What kinds of what what videos are you checking out? Well, we got like the the original like the Time Hunters ones, and we got like the, he's taking off. He's 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 hidden some of the the older ones, some of the classics, which is probably for the best. Um, I mean that in like the best way possible. I mean like like some of them. I was a young kid and I said terrible things and like you know. Uh, because I thought they were funny, but now I'm like, mm, yeah, let's not, let's not, let's not look at that blooper reel. But yeah, that yeah. Anyways, that's what I was looking at while you guys were talking about your film technology that I had no idea what I was talking about. It is fun to have those those films on record though, because you can look at the most recent stuff we've done and look at 
the original stuff we've done and see see how they're similar and see how they they diverge and that's kind of cool right yeah and also the fact that we have so much of our like teenage years hanging out together just on video on hard drives yeah like like i know the bloopers are kind of hard to watch sometimes and there they are but like sometimes yeah. it's like oh that's just what we were living like you know it's just like a weird like couple seconds of just like us hanging out or seeing isaac with short hair <laughs> that's true it's been many many Dude, years it's there it's somewhere i've got a dvd full of isaac with short hair oh uh, that's gonna be big bucks one day that'll be like gotta pay extra on my patreon for that <laughs> you were telling us keenan about about echo oh yeah so we moved in the apartment and lost dogs and then we we're like oh that'd be kind of cool to get a dog and then there's a woman at work who was explaining she's the bartender when we worked at chocolate bar and she was explaining to a customer that a friend of hers just had a litter of puppies that she was working on getting rid of. And we were both like, both really wanted a dog. So I was like, all right, let's do it. But like, it definitely was too soon to get a dog. Like, we 100% should have gotten a cat first. Because you can just, like, leave a cat. Like, sure not can. for months or days, but, like... You can go to work and the cat will be fine. Yeah, if I wanted to, like, you know, go hang out with my brother right now down the street, I could just do that. But I can't leave him. So it was like, we definitely bit off more than we can chew. And then also, he is a husky, which yeah. is a very high-energy breed. He's half husky, half Samoyed, which is like those big, white, fluffy ones. So I mean, he's very pretty, but he's, I mean, you heard him. We've only been talking for like an hour, and that's, yeah, he does that all day long. But he's nice. <laughs> you know, he's getting, <laughs> I mean, he's not even a year old, and he's getting better. Really, he is fine now. The, the biggest thing is just the barking. The barking's good most of the time, because like, he took a while to get potty trained because it's hard to potty train dogs that live in apartments. Because if you live in a house and the dog has to pee, you open the door and then it's outside. So right. it understands, like, just go outside. But when he has to pee, I have to open a door that leads to a hallway, that leads to a lobby, that leads to outside. And now just too many things happened in between where I live and where I pee <laughs> that it gets very confusing. So it took a long time to potty train him. And he's potty trained now, and that's part of the problem is he barks to pee, which I want him to do. But he also barks when he's bored, when he wants to play, uh, when just he's around. And it's like, I need you to stop every other kind of barking. But I can't punish you for barking because then you also stop barking to pee, and I need you to keep barking to pee. So Yeah. You're sort of a full-time father now. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of like he's just a dog father. It's almost a good thing because we're like, Bella's a regular woman in her early 20s getting a little bit of baby fever going on. <laughs> is this helping or hurting, do you think? I say it's helping by hurting it. Like, she's like, yeah, we should definitely wait to have a kid. Like, okay, okay. He's a lot yeah. already. <laughs> so it's like helping because we absolutely should have a kid. And then he is right. like proof of that. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I never thought about, like, the getting a dog outside in an apartment like that that never i mean i don't have a dog so yeah it's something i deal with you know it's not something i I thought of and i looked it up i was like why is like he's because you know typically probably training a dog takes like a couple months and we're going on like month six and like he's being okay but he's still having accidents like pretty frequently and it's like what Mm -hmm. the hell is going on and then yeah what i said it just gets too confused by like the stairwell to the lobby yeah yeah Isaac, you're the only one here without a pet. Uh, I've got my cactus friend. <laughs> my cactus friend. Here we are. Nice. What's his name? Uh, See, that's the first telling... thing I asked, too. I was just telling Ethan, I don't have... I'm terrible at naming things. 
My sleeping bag has a name, and my backpack has a name, but my cactus does not have a name. Alright, well, what's your sleeping bag and backpack's name? Um, my sleeping bag, his name is Carlita, and my backpack's name is the Latin name for a gray wolf, which I forgot off the top of my head, which means it's a, it's a terrible name. <laughs> um, so, I'm terrible at naming things. Um, I also have to name my canoe, which, uh... We're taking suggestions for that, by the way, listeners. If yeah. you want to tweet at us at KetchupCast or send us an email of a name at nocondiments at gmail.com, go for it. Anyways. I had a plant briefly. I, I was a plant dad. I got a plant for as a, like a staff appreciation gift last summer. Uh, it was an aloe plant, and I kept pretty good care of it. And then the very first night I had my cat, he knocked it off a shelf and killed it. So Awkward. I really like the look of plants. I really wish I could have like 100 plants all over my apartment. It makes apartments look cool. I can't do it. I just, just you can keep If you can take care of a dog, you can take care of a plant. Right, that's what it should be, but I'm so focused on the fucking dog that like I can't remember. <laughs> you this. gotta get plants that don't need to be watered. Get, get like, cactuses and get fucking is like this? snake plants. How the fuck? Okay, where? All right, that is dying. Yeah. Yep. It's not fully dead. I'll try to water it, but like that's like I just forget constantly. Like I was, I was growing weed, but like even that, I fucked up. I forgot to water it. It died. <laughs> nice. It's like the one plant you don't want to kill. I know. It's, I'm I'm pretty pissed about that one. Yeah. It makes you forgetful, so it <laughs> makes it harder to water it. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know, like i can just imagine the like oh <laughs> man i was supposed to water that thing <laughs> you know i was doing good so i had three seeds that someone got me and the one just never grew the one grew for a second and then i think one of our my stupid friends fucked it up they like derooted it by accident because they're trying to look at it and it was like crazy small and then it it died yeah. So then we had one that was actually growing, and like it was fairly tall, and you could start to see the leaves coming. And this little room that I'm in right now is like the sun porch that comes off of our apartment. It has the door, as you know, you can hear Echo scratching on it. So we were keeping it in here so Echo couldn't get in it, because Echo, like all dogs, just like eating plants for no explicable reason. Right. And then one day it was hot out, and I had my bedroom door open, and just like I showed you, he crawled through the bedroom door to get to the plant and then ate the plant. Oh, no. Yeah, he was fine. I mean, you know, you have to dry weed and, like, it wasn't really, there was barely a leaf on it. Like, I don't think yeah. he felt anything, but, but yeah. So. So you said one of them didn't even grow? Yeah, one just never even sprouted. Would you call that a dud bud, then? I'm on a leaf. <laughs> Terrible. It's not Terrible. what your plants did. <laughs> <sighs> All right. That's it. That's this is this is the point in the show when Ethan starts to devolve into just bad puns. So uh, it, I mean, two. Yeah. Yeah. You know there'll be more. Yeah. yeah. So I think we gotta cut it here. Well, it's just gonna get worse. You guys could join in. It could be a joint effort. No. <laughs> no. Well, can we end our episodes in a very specific way? Okay. Um, no, we don't. 
<laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, 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 this is your bit, about. Isaac. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. your I, bit. Let me let me go pull it up. Sorry, sorry. I, I totally forgot. So um, we like to we like to wash off <laughs> the episode, the grime and, and the dirt, and we like to take a shower. And while in the shower, we do some thinking. <laughs> My god, I totally forgot. It's and this is Isaac's bit, by the way. This was Isaac came up with this bit and, and debuted it and apparently just forgot. What, what's the bit? What are we doing? This is where I just either read uh, from the Shower Thoughts Twitter or Reddit, and we think about them and, and leave our listeners thinking about... Uh, oh. And we'd better get to it, then. Uh, nobody looks average in a cowboy hat. You either look very cool or an idiot. <laughs> That's just true. True? true? <laughs> yeah. Do either of you own cowboy hats? Moment of truth. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I own, like, a cheap one. I bought it at Fiddler's. So I don't know if that counts. I have, like, a decent one that I bought because I was in Colorado. You got it. And I, I think I, I wore it in a movie once or something. Like that. Uh, you can factory reset a human being if you hit it hard enough on the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Your dog probably thinks that barking at an Uber Eats driver is what makes them drop tasty loot. Don't tell Echo, that's another reason yeah, to park. Yeah, that's, that's true from experience <laughs> on that one, yeah. We'll do one more. Uh... <laughs> I'm interested to see where you guys go with this one. Um, the human body and Earth both consist of about 70% undrinkable water. I, I think that fact is false. I don't know if either of you have read Dune by Frank Herbert. Uh-huh. Have either of you read Dune? No, I have not. No, I want to because that, that movie's coming out, but yeah. It's a phenomenal book for most of the book's uh, duration, and then it just kind of ends really abruptly. Huh. Um, but it was it was published in a magazine, so I think it was probably segmented. Anyway, so there's a, a race of people in it named the Fremen, and they're the, the inhabitants of this planet, Arrakis, uh, Dune, where the story takes place. And it's a big desert, and there's not a lot of water. Water is seen as this holy thing. And in the Fremen culture, when someone dies, uh, the the tribe reclaims their water. So they break down the body and like convert all their substances and fluids into water, like drinkable water. Whoa. Jesus. And so that's gnarly. That's my answer to the shower thought. Is is <laughs> you could you could make it drinkable if you really wanted to. But it's like it's not like a barbaric that's thing. Like it's, that's they need water, and it's seen as like they died, and now their gift to the, the tribe is, is their water. I don't think we're gonna see that graphically. In the, I don't think Timothy Chalamet is gonna like ground someone into a pulp on screen in this new movie. This is point. I know. Yeah, there's a lot of good movies. I hope. Yeah, it's hard to know what movies are actually gonna. I say a lot, but I'm really—I'm just excited for the Batman movie. With Rob Pattinson? Yeah. That one looks cool. And, uh, it pre-screened the other day. And, uh, I mean, I think all, every movie only gets good reviews from pre-screening. I don't... But it got good reviews from pre-screening. And it's... People said it's more of a horror movie than a comic book movie. Oh, cool. Because Riddler is apparently legitimately terrifying. And it's... Good. Almost definitely going to be rated R, so, like... Hopefully it's good. I fucked up your shower thoughts thing being the end, but you can cut me talking about Batman. No, I don't think we've ever talked about Batman, so that's a good... uh, (laughs) That's where it's at. 
So, like I've said a couple times in the episode, listeners, you can find us on Twitter at KetchupCast, ketchup spelled like the condiment, uh, because the KetchupCast spelled like our podcast was suspended, which is concerning. Um, what did you do? What did they do? Couldn't tell you. Um, you can email us at nocondiments at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to hear more about, well, if you want to, if you have discussion topics you want for us, you guys know the drill. If you're listening to episode 50, presumably you've listened to other episodes um give us name suggestions for plants and canoes and all all that stuff uh and thank you it's been a lot of fun i think i don't know if, if you guys would agree i've had fun today it's a good time it was a good time for sure you know it's hard you wanted to make this like a memory episode but the three of us haven't seen each other in so long it just kind of been like talking about any fucking thing out of the top of our heads but yeah that's what we do most episodes <laughs> this is this is good if we if we had some good time to do it again and again like we'd get into some good stuff i feel like the first one you're just getting the yeah getting the weird shit out you that's know? true yeah but now we've done it we've you know i've got more questions on that that list <laughs> so there's plenty of icebreakers uh maybe you know maybe someday we'll all be in the same room again and we can really get into it That'd be wild. uh Listeners, thank you for listening for the past 50 years of this podcast. It's been a lot of fun. But thank you, Keenan, for coming on the episode. Really fun to catch up. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. Thanks for having me. It was cool. Yeah.